What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Rarely Sophisticated Podcast. I'm your host, John Carter. Rocking it solo for the podcast today because we got Tyler out. He's currently at WWE Live. And we have Ryan, who is dealing with some personal matters. We'll get them both back in the studio, I promise. But never fear. The boys and I have decided that before Black Friday, we are going to drop the inaugural holiday gift buying guide as only Rarely Sophisticated could do it. I have drank two energy drinks to prepare for this podcast. I am ready to go, but first we have to get through some housekeeping. It's episode seven, and I couldn't express how much we appreciate everyone who has listened to the podcast so far. We have learned a lot. We are continuing to learn, and we hope that that reflects in the podcast. We are going to be working on streamlining the podcast, trying to get a new format put together, trying to bring in new content. We want to bring in guests. Again, thank you. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with us for the first six episodes and hopefully to many, many more. Let's talk about some current events. First and foremost, football. Joe Burrow out for the season. He's got some ligament stuff going on in his wrist. And now there is an NFL investigation as to whether or not the Bengals knew that he was having issues prior to the game. I got to say, I think the NFL is really starting to crack down on all of this stuff, mostly because of Vegas. Let's be completely honest, but I think it's good for the sport. It's keeping everybody accountable, especially in a time where there are scandals around every single corner. I hope the best for Joe Burrow. If he was hiding this from the team, it wouldn't surprise me. He's the type of guy who cares more about the team than he cares about himself. I don't think the Bengals honestly knew about this. If anyone did, it was Joe Burrow. It may have been a freak accident. He may have known about it. I'm not going to sit here and speculate. But again, Joe Burrow, wish you the best. The Buffalo Bills have fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. The quarterback coach, Joe Brady, has now been promoted to the interim offensive coordinator. I think Dorsey's been with the team five years. Obviously, he's got Josh Allen. He's got Stephon Diggs. Outside of that, not a lot of talent, really. They have an offensive line that really can't hold the block. I'm just going to go out there and say that this has probably been a long time coming. We just finally got there. Hopefully the Bills can get it turned around. Maybe not for this season, but hopefully for next season. How about Josh Dobbs? He's 2-0 with the Minnesota Vikings since being traded by Arizona. I think the Minnesota Vikings gave up a sixth-round pick in exchange for Dobbs and a conditional seventh-round pick. So I would argue that that was probably a really good trade. Uh, Josh Dobbs obviously being the quarterback that nobody's wanted. He's been through like five teams this season alone. He doesn't really have to have football. The guy is a rocket scientist, literally a rocket scientist. He's replaced Kirk Cousins since Cousins is out with an Achilles injury for the rest of the season. Speaking of old guys with Achilles injuries, Aaron Rodgers. Rumors have it that he could be coming back this season. Jets head coach Robert Salee has said that Rodgers would have the final say. That's putting a lot of trust in your quarterback. But when you have a quarterback and his name is Aaron Rodgers, I think you can put that trust in him. Let's look at the flip side of this coin, though. You've got Aaron Rodgers, who's 39 years old. The Jets already have a losing season. And Rodgers coming back early and being 39 years old, he is putting himself at a higher risk of injury. But we're also talking about Aaron Rodgers. I want to see him come back. He's great for the sport. We're going to touch a little bit on basketball, the in-season tournament still going on. Uh, I've dug a little bit deeper. This information has obviously probably been out there. I've just not really cared. Um, I'm going to go ahead and relay that information now. Uh, the round robin are in-season games. 
Then we will have our quarterfinals in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Center uh, December 4th and 5th. You'll have your semifinals on December the 7th, and then your finals will be December 9th, where the winner will take the inaugural NBA Cup that nobody probably cares about. Here's a topic I didn't think we'd be talking about in the middle of fucking November. Baseball. All 30 MLB owners have unanimously voted for the Oakland Athletics to relocate to Las Vegas. Now, this comes after over 20 years of the Athletics fighting with the city of Oakland for renovations, for a new stadium, for everything, and the city of Oakland has constantly pushed back against them. We saw this with the Raiders. That's why they moved to Las Vegas. We saw it with the Athletics. That's why they are planning to move to Las Vegas. And I am sorry, but Oakland, if you have any desire to have professional sports within your city, you're going to have to invest capital in those teams. They are not going to sit there and do nothing for a city that does not want to support them financially. They will find fans wherever they go, but they are going to need a city that will back them financially. I know that the MLB has shared revenue. I understand that there are ticket sales and media deals and a bunch of other things that go into funding a team. I understand that Oakland has one of the smallest payrolls in Major League Baseball. I understand that their owner is not necessarily the best owner to have for a team in Major League Baseball. But Oakland, as a city, you have got to stand behind your teams or else you are never, ever, ever going to have a team that wants to call Oakland home. That shit just gets me so fired up, man. Could be all the goddamn energy drinks that I've had. I don't fucking know. Anyways, moving on. Let's touch on hockey here. In episode five, you may remember that we covered Adam Johnson, the former Pittsburgh Penguins player who died in a freak accident in Sheffield, England, while playing for the Elite Ice Hockey League. Reports have it that on Tuesday, November the 14th, an unnamed individual was arrested for manslaughter in connection to the death of Adam Johnson. That same individual was released on bail on Wednesday, November the 15th. Now, while he has not been explicitly named, Matt Petgrave was the individual playing for the Sheffield Steelers who happened to slice Johnson's neck with his skate. We'll continue to keep you updated as this story unfolds. Unfortunately, this is all the information that we have right now regarding this incident. Let's talk about some college football. More specifically, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard by now that Jim Harbaugh has been suspended in connection to a sign-stealing scandal. We're just learning that Harbaugh, Michigan, and the Big Ten have all reached an agreement. Harbaugh is going to serve out his three-game suspension. In exchange, the Big Ten will drop its investigation. Now, this is the second suspension that Harbaugh has faced this season. The first time was due to recruitment practices. He's already served one game of this current three-game suspension. He has two more left to go. The first will be against Maryland, and the second will be against The Ohio State. Stafford Connor Stallions has resigned after refusing to meet with investigators. There's not a whole lot of information out there as he's keeping silent with his lawyers. But we are also learning that linebacker coach Chris Partridge has been fired. He's not believed to be directly involved in stealing signs. However, it is believed that he is involved in covering up after the fact. In episode six, we reported that Harbaugh was allegedly selling signals to other schools. Those have since proven to be false. We apologize. Obviously, we are not a big network. We are not a big affiliate. 
We don't have the staff to fact check all the secondhand information that we use to report our current events. We will try to do better in the future about ensuring that the information that we are reporting on is coming from credible sources. That's all I got for current events today. I am so excited to talk to everyone about the inaugural Rarely Sophisticated Holiday Gift Guide. This is hopefully something that we will release every year around Black Friday. Black Friday is this coming up Friday, November the 24th, obviously the start of the holiday shopping season. We've broken this up into common gifts, uncommon gifts, unique gifts, and rarely sophisticated gifts. All right. Not going to spend a lot of time on the common gifts because I'm pretty sure these are already in your wheelhouse of gift giving ideas. We've got your gift cards to place like Dick's, Rally House, Fanatics. You can always buy tickets to a pro-level sports game. Even if your team is from out of market, you can always buy tickets to a team that plays closer to where you live. And then you can just watch your favorite team play your local team. You can always get team apparel, team jerseys. You can get these from fanatics.com as well as college bookstores. You can get autograph memorabilia. You can get tailgating accessories like can jam and cornhole boards, coolers and custom grill covers. You can get sports games, and if you need any ideas, go back and listen to episode six where we talk about the evolution of sports gaming. Now, on to some gifts that are a little bit more uncommon. Starting off with tickets to local minor league, college, XFL teams, etc., etc., etc. These tickets are generally going to be cheaper than your pro-level sporting events. You're also going to be closer to home in most cases. You can see some of these players before they become superstars. And you can buy more premium seats, such as behind home plate or center court or midfield. I even believe the XFL has a cap on how much they can charge for tickets from firsthand sources. So that's definitely something that you might want to look into. If your run-of-the-mill plain Jane player jersey is not something that you want to get, you can always up the ante and get a custom jersey. I would love nothing more than for my wife to listen to this podcast, because then she would know that the only thing that I really want for Christmas is an Indianapolis Colts Indiana Knights custom jersey with the number 67 on the front, because that was my number in football, and the name Carter written on the back. I know she's probably not listening to this, love you babe, but that's what I would love and I'm sure that there are other people out there who would love something very similar to that. So if you're looking to up the ante on your gift buying this year, custom jersey, top of the list, you heard it here first. If you've got a diehard sports nerd on your hands and you have zero clue what to get them, buy them an all access pass to their favorite sport. I'm talking your Sunday ticket, your MLB.tv, your NBA League Pass, NHL Center Ice, all of that stuff. Get them the gift that keeps on giving, being able to watch every game of the entire season from the comfort of your own home. And the last gift that we're going to lump into this uncommon category, tickets to meet and greets to see some of your favorite sports players. Now, while I recognize that this is supposed to be a gift for your loved ones and not a gift for yourself, you can be a little selfish on this one. Go online, search out who's doing meet and greets in your area, buy yourself a couple of tickets, present the tickets as a gift, and now you've invited yourself without looking like an asshat. You can go see the player that you want to see, all while still looking like the most generous motherfucker in the whole goddamn world. But if that's still not good enough for you, we've got some unique gifts. 
Little disclaimer for you, we are not sponsored by any of the websites that I'm getting ready to talk about. If you want to go check them out, great. And if you don't, you're not hurting my feelings, I promise. The first that we're going to talk about is tokens and icons. Tokens and Icons takes authenticated game-used materials such as jerseys, bats, balls, and bases, pucks, hockey sticks, and even basketball court floors, and they turn these things into practical accessories, things like watches, wallets, cufflinks, earrings, ink pens. So if you're looking for that one-of-a-kind item that's never going to be replicated, Tokens and Icons is probably where you want to start. Don't shoot the fucking messenger because this shit does get pricey. Things start at $100 and go all the way up to I've seen $1,500 for a bar stool that's made out of a baseball base. So if you're balling on a budget, I do not recommend going to tokens and icons. But if you want a window shop, go right ahead. Now, you've probably seen this second gift either on TikTok or YouTube or what have you, but dugout mugs are an awesome gift. They're made from authentic wooden baseball bats. And you can get full-sized mugs. You can get some that are tall enough for like a glass of whiskey. I believe they even make bottle openers, things like that. Go check them out. Dugout mugs, they'll laser engrave your stuff, personalize it. Pretty cool. Um, And things range from between $50 to $70. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about in the unique category is a keychain from the Wander Club. Now, I equate this thing to being like the Pandora bracelet for men. But it's a keychain that you can buy, either out of a leather strip or a recycled baseball glove. And then you buy these little charms, for the lack of a better word, to put on this keychain. Now, the charms have things like Yankee Stadium, Wrigley Field, Bush Stadium. You can even get national parks like Mammoth Cave, Mount Rainier, Smoky Mountains. And you can keep track of like all the special places that you've been using this keychain, this very, I think the word they're using now is bespoke keychain that has like brass hardware and really rich grain leather on it. It looks very nice. I don't have one. It's kind of on my to get list. But again, it's like the man's version of a Pandora bracelet. Take that for what you will. All right, let's talk about the rarely sophisticated category. Now, as much as I would like to talk about dropping rarely sophisticated merch, we just ain't there yet, all right? So if you're expecting us to drop a link saying, go buy our merch and be a Patreon supporter and stuff like that, no, we're not there yet. We're just still very much in the infancy of this podcast. But what I would like to talk about are those gifts that I feel embody the idea of being rarely sophisticated. The first one that I'm going to talk about are custom engraved tumblers. So like your Yetis and your brewmates and things of that nature. Now, most of the time you can go to a local trophy shop or an engraving shop and they'll do anything that you ask them to, whether it's licensed or not, not my circus, but you can get custom engraved brewmates to hold cans. You can get custom engraved Yetis or Yeti-like cups. I believe Stanley's are the new big thing now. And you can get team logos put on those. You can get the person's name put on those. I know that I would love to have a personally engraved one that I can take with me to Super Bowl parties, to tailgating events, things of that nature, so that I'll never lose my cup and that I can also show my team support as a fan. The second gift for the rarely sophisticated individual is a custom cooler. Now, you don't have to go out and drop five, $600 on a fucking Yeti or an Arctic or any of those big name coolers. You can go and get a soft cooler, take it to an embroidery shop and have it embroidered with the person's name, team logo. You get the idea. 
But now if you really want to be rarely sophisticated, go out and just get a Coleman or an Igloo clamshell cooler. Then head on over to the, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this, to Hobby Lobby, the place where my wife loves to spend all of our money on useless shit. Love you, babe. Buy up some acrylic paints, buy some brushes, go home, lay down a tarp, and just start painting to your heart's content. You can put their name, their favorite sports teams, their favorite activities, all of this stuff, everything you can think of to make it a custom cooler. When I was in college, we had this little tradition in my fraternity that when we would ask a girl out to homecoming, they would paint us a cooler with our fraternity letters on it, our name, a bunch of other stuff. And then when we went to homecoming, to the tailgating, we would take that cooler with us. And that's what we would have all of our drinks in. It was a very cool tradition. I don't know if they're still doing it on my old stomping grounds or not, but I do think that that is an incredibly cool custom gift that you can give somebody and it doesn't break the bank. So that's going to do it for the first ever Rarely Sophisticated Holiday Gift Guide. If there's something that you would like to add to our list, feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Rarely Sophisticated. We're also on X, formerly known as Twitter, at RS Podcast X. Send us your questions and episode ideas to sophisticated at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you all. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to drop us a five-star review. No shame in that. And make sure to join us next Tuesday for more Rarely Sophisticated. That's all I got. Peace. Silly.